So Lurch, yeah. recently you got to use one of the specialty tools that I bought. Which one? On when we were installing the uh, Boom Audio. I know you're looking around for notes, nothing, dude. I don't oh. always follow the <laughs> because that would just be boring. We well, hold stuff. on. Uh, you don't always follow the show notes. You shit your pants when I, I go off off the <laughs> show notes. When I start answering something or moving around, it drives it's you true, crazy. Because you put it in the wrong places. Oh, sometimes I just, uh, when I'm talking, I'll go around and, and talk out of turn. Hey, so we girl, that's what his girlfriends always do. He puts have, it in the wrong places. Oh, my Lord. Do we need to have marriage counseling for <laughs> so, you too? Yeah, yeah. No. Oh, yeah. We spent enough time together. It's much we, deserved. It's, it's been much, a long time since his, we really His rant is much deserved, but, I, but I'm not, I don't accept, I accept it not. <laughs> Anyways... You were installing the Boom Audio yes. uh, by Rockford, or not the Boom Audio, but the Audio by, Hardy Audio by Rockford Fosgate. Hardy and Davidson Audio by Rockford Fosgate. We took our specialty tool that mm-hmm. you'll definitely want to have in your toolbox. We're going to explain because we didn't, oh, it's for extracting, it's for extracting bolts, but we used it to oh. actually use it because That's we right. couldn't get in with any other tool. I thought you were going to no. come up with some other tool. Now mm-hmm. I know what you're talking about. Yes. Okay. okay. And so... Lurch used it to actually install. That's right. It's the VAM pliers, just like it sounds. Vampires. You know what these are, Oscar? No. They're VAM pliers. I'm so, going to go grab them so that uh, when no, you two are talking, bring it right up it. here. Oh, you can just do we it We don't need screen. to go there physically. Go. We, have compu- we have Google. We have well, computers now. To actually touch. So what are you if, talking about? If you go to oh, lawabidingbiker.com <laughs> forward slash VAM pliers. No additional cost to you. We do get a small commission if you click through and make a purchase. I highly suggest getting these in your toolbox. I found them at a local store and we never thought it's mostly for extracting, um, you know, stripped bolts, stripped heads, uh, all different kinds. It doesn't matter. Um, they're in the shape of a plier and there's multiple different sizes. What did we decide? The best ones that we got are the what? Six, eight inch. Which ones did we do? Uh, you, six and a half. Six and a half. I think. Uh, <laughs> anyways, just go over. Oh, let me just go to our link. There you Let's, go. And uh, see what we uh, link to. So lawabidingbiker.com forward slash vampliers. But literally, oh, it just takes them to all the different models. So uh, Oh, that's the one you got, the six and a quarter. Six and a quarter. Yeah. But uh, yeah, extracting all these heads and they can really save a lot of time. And there's this one bolt. We couldn't get any other it was a phillips we couldn't get any other tool on it but we actually put the put it in instead of extract we used it to you grab the head and uh they they're really grippy um but like i said i just found these one days at a store and we loved them so much i bought a pair and we've now used them multiple times and uh they are worth their weight in gold and time savings oscar i would strongly suggest it's not a gimmick man they are the real deal but uh i'll get a set and they're wire cutters too uh you know if you care about that um but uh, yeah vampires lawbitingbiker.com forward slash vampires and uh, i cannot see that head on that yeah, they how, bite like crazy, man. They've got, it, they've man. got grooves going both directions uh, yeah. in there, so you can gr- grip yep. on. What it was is we were putting the uh, latch from my old mm-hmm. saddlebag onto the speaker lid saddlebag, the, sp- the speaker ready one. And the the way it's mm-hmm. designed, it was in. You couldn't get the any tool in there to tighten down the, mm-hmm. the screw that goes into the the latch, the handle. Yep. And so it not only works to loosen bolts, but it actually works to tighten them in certain situations too. Sweet. Don't forget if you head over to lawbitingbagger.com forward slash Amazon 
influencer. That's forward slash Amazon influencer. That's our actual Amazon store that we're building out. It's a affiliate store, so to speak. They're not our products, but we've got a bunch of different stuff going on in there. Uh, riding pants, helmets, um, health oh, and wellness. See? Look at look you at put that. Neil Med in there. I nice did. health and wellness. What the hell was it? Oh, that's, that's your the neti pot. The neti you pot. Get the snot out of your nose. Yep. I used it this morning. Nicely done. Lurch. You put that in there. We've, so we're, it's, it's slow. But we are building it out. And of course, anything that you go over there, you want to see stuff we like, both motorcycle tools and personal stuff, uh, even some dog motorcycle gear there that I use for my dog. Of course, dude wipes. Mm-hmm, they are in there. Lawbidingbiker.com forward slash fresh dash butt. Mm-hmm, if you want to get hooked up with dude wipes. So there you go. Are you on the dude wipes yet, Oscar? Mm, yeah, are you on the dude wipes? No, yet? I need to get some. How oh, are you not boy. on the dude wipes, dude? I'd have to give you some to take with you. Get you hooked. Okay. It's kind of like just give him one. Just give him a little free sample. Just like one. No, snort, I need more bro. than one. One doesn't count. You need like five. No, I'm just saying once you use one, it's yeah. like it's like meth, dude. Yeah, mm. it's like giving it's out like free meth for your ass. And then what will I do after that? It's such a high standard. It's like putting meth in your ass. I'll go faster. We don't promote meth use, by the way, <laughs> but we do promote dude wipe use. And uh, I can't believe. You're not on him, bro. And he's pulling out a mint travel one from his computer bag. I know. I need Lurches to get this. We've always got him. Yeah, I know. I know. Damn it. Oscar? Yeah. It's I like failed. a breath mint for your ass. Okay. <laughs> I'm there. I want to have minty fresh ass. It will put a skip in your step. <laughs> and your wife will no longer complain when you break wind. Because she'll go, honey, do you smell that? smells like a breath mint for you, you. Is that a mint yeah. candle? No, you say, no, that's my ass. It's my ass, honey. But uh, I'm using the dude wipes. Mm-hmm. All right. Uh, yeah. Highly, highly suggest those. All right. Mm-hmm. Shop, pay installments. That's right, guys. Right in our store. You now have the option. Buy products right now, knowing you can pay in four equal payments, interest-free. Oscar, you're sitting there. You got, you're going on a trip. Mm-hmm. You got no coin because you bought too many dirt bikes. Mm-hmm. You're out of money. Yeah. You're broke. Oh, yeah. Dead-ass yeah. broke. Broke, broke. And you're like, I need that in my life. I need a biker gripper from the law-abiding biker store. I do need Bam. one. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You pull your pockets out. Still nothing. Lint. Shit. Mm-hmm. And a dude Damn wipe yep. that Matt gave you. And uh, you're like, I, I can't, I can't, I can't afford it right now. I got now. nothing. Yeah. Well, you know what? You can still hit that buy button. You oh, know why? Why? Because you have the option to pay in four equal oh. payments, interest free. Oh. And you can have that product lickety split on your doorstep. Bam. You're on your trip. Happy as a clam. And interest free. It's probably a Our better- clam's happy. Because I, I feel like, <laughs> I feel like people say happy as a clam, like I just did. And I've never analyzed that. Is I it, mean, because a, a clam could be happy. When you pick up a clam, it looks like it's smiling. It's true. Well, that's probably why they're talking about. Yeah. It's true. Like okay. Permanent clam smile. Fair enough. That's salt. We're talking about ocean clams. <laughs> okay. Right. Yeah. Right. Yeah. yeah. Well, I was just checking. Not a clam sandwich. Tell you that. <laughs> I got mail. Yeah. Lurchy. I got yeah. Mail. We got some yeah. mail. We got, he's pulling out something from the mailbag right now. You want to handle this? Sure. This one's from Todd Morell of Auburn, Washington. Patron member, by the Patron way. Patron member. Uh, the subject of his email is Africa Twin. So I figured this would be a good one to save for having Oscar on the mic. Hey, guys. I'm a longtime supporter of Lab Media and have undoubtedly been the beneficiary of your hard work and sound advice. It seems that my crew of riders always mirrors the group rides you do, offset by a year or so, and we have traveled many of the same places. I've gone silent on social media, so I'm looking for other avenues to stay connected to lab community. Most of this comes via your podcast and occasional email. It's like being a stalker, but without the associated felony implications. I have a suggestion for Todd. Um, If you're really thinking in this day and age you're going to be off social media, you could try a feather and the little thing of ink 
and you yes. can write calligraphy letters to us. Letters that would be nice. Yeah, I've never gotten a calligraphy. It's got to be in calligraphy oh, though. I don't think we ever got a calligraphy <laughs> letter. I've never gotten a calligraphy. <laughs> we, letter. we get the occasional letter though. We yeah. do. Oh, occasionally we do in the PO uh -huh. box, like a yep. handwritten, handwritten letter with, with a cash. Oh yes, yeah, so we no, got a cash. We've donation. gotten cash donations multiple times yeah. via. It's. I'm just always like that. That's bad. I didn't know you could bikers. do that. I thought that shit was illegal these days. But oh, no, apparently it's, it's, it's legal. It's, you can still sell cash in USPS. I don't know yeah. that it's safe. I don't and know. We appreciate or encourage. But I wonder how it. many donations we've lost that way. <laughs> they just never arrive. You never know because you know the USPS guys looking up. In the light. I'm teasing. <laughs> oh, yeah, we got, we know USPS guys, but yeah, yeah, looking up in the light there. I'm sure there's some shady ones like all industries, but back back. To your email. Todd continues saying, as part of those new adventures, I decided to make a concerted effort to join you on the 2021 page. Uh, no, that was a mistypo. Was it that? Is this that old of an email? Well, anyways, he is it really because he met us at the West Coast? Dude. Yeah, I just think it's a, 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 a typo. Anyways, he plans on meeting us on uh, the patron meetup and he upgraded to mid tier subscriber this year in Reno. Or you don't know how I, old this I, I'm is. I'm not sure. Right. <laughs> we should probably date these for now. I never thought about that. Yeah. Yeah. I never thought about that, but we should put, let's do that. Let's put a date by I him. think we're going to have to. He's probably like, uh, I already met you. That's gone. And we met you in, in, uh, near, near uh, South Lake Tahoe. Yeah. In Placerville, he met us. Yes, that's true. So we're um, going back to meeting us. <laughs> so he upgraded and he says, truthfully, truthfully, I probably owe you that as I consider you a trusted source for motorcycle-related matters, thank you for your efforts and including bikers of all types in your community. As an aside, and this is why more than anything I put it in this one, I will be doing the Washington BDR this summer on my Africa Twin. What is the BDR? The Back Road Discovery Route. Thank you for asking. It's not Back Road Discovery. That would be BRD. Back, <laughs> back Country Discovery back Route. Back Country Discovery Route. There you thank go. You. Thank you. <laughs> Just FYI, <laughs> we're not technical. Here I'm just at getting all. in. I'm just getting into this adventure bike stuff, so I don't quite have it memorized. I wanted to offer you a, contrib a contribution to your content by offering an after action report, either in person, by email, or by voicemail. So maybe I'll have to reach out to him see if he wants to do an episode. That would be great. I think this is old. Yeah, but I think he asked for that some time ago. I'd also be willing to loan that. Africa twin out to your outfit. Should you ever want to check it out? Yeah. Do a review duh. on it or simply take it for a spin. No expectations or butt hurt. If you don't take me up on either, just know it's an option and I'm happy to help the community in any way I can. Thank you for your years of entertainment, sound advice and differing perspectives. Todd. Thanks Todd then, for being a long time member and long time involvement with law abiding biker media back to our old first days. And he says, uh, Todd, the dude on the BMW at the last meetup. Yep. <laughs> yep. I think that is a, a bit older, but uh, nonetheless, nonetheless, I'll be, so are we, it's fine. Yeah. Lawabidingbiker.com forward slash contact is how he did that. Uh, sounds like he might be doing it with a feather and ink if he mm -hmm. takes me up on my suggestion soon. But uh, we appreciate the emails, uh, guys. And, of course, we love voicemails. We love emails. We love voicemails even that much more. We can hear your lovely voice. And we got the platform. We would like to put your voice out on the platform. And it's fun hearing from you. Even if you just have a funny joke or funny comment or anything, hit us up, lawabidingbiker.com forward slash contact. You can leave a voicemail right over there from anywhere in the world, right from the built-in microphone in your iPhone or your computer. And uh, we get to hear your lovely voices. Thank you, Todd, for leaving, dropping us an email there. You want to ride longer, Oscar? Are you tired mm -hmm. of a sore and achy ass? Mm -hmm. 
Well, there's a couple things you can do. What can I do? Not to have an achy ass. No achy ass. Um, I would stop drinking and uh, going to parties and waking up with multiple people in the bed. Um, I mean, with really? stinky fingers. Why? That would help. <laughs> you're, 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 uh, that's your advice to the sober guy? Yeah. <laughs> Come on. You're not supposed to tell people that, dude. Weird. It takes the punch Weird. out of it. it. takes the punch out of it. All right. Anyways, if you're, if you actually, if, if you ever get a sore Nikki ass just for motorcycle riding, oh, from, oh, let's just put it that as way. If there was confusion. Yeah. Right. Then you can fix it with a high quality butt buffer seat cushion. Head over to lawbindingbiker.com forward slash store. Check out our full line of butt buffer seat cushions. We will be rocking them, of course, on our trip this year. I've used it the last two years. Sell the heck out of them in the store. Uh, over headed over uh, uh, to uh, Death Valley. Uh, Death Valley headed down, headed down to, yeah. to Death Valley <laughs> this year. And of course, I was thinking patron meetup will be north up near Reno. And uh, don't forget lawbindingbiker.com forward slash 2023-2023 meetup for all the details on that. And Lurch, when he edits, we'll be rolling a commercial in here for you for the patron meetup for more details. So stay tuned for that. Oh yeah. Once you've had Rick Rack, you'll never go back. I was trying to beat you. <laughs> the ultimate motorcycle luggage rack solutions. Forget those messy straps and bungee cords. Go strapless with a Rick Rack quick attach <laughs> luggage system and quality bag. Head over to lawbuddingbagger.com forward slash store and get hooked up now okay bikeholics here's the deal here's the deal zero 3d has a wide variety of innovative products for your harley davidson and a brand new line for the all-new honda goldwing named gold strike I like gold. top quality affordable chrome lighting and comfort products zero gold strike are the motorcycle led lighting innovators for can bus plug and play system compatibility head over to lawabidingbuyer.com for slash store check out our full line of zero 3d products nope to that listener but, that yeah. just went, I like gold along with me. Right on. I know nice. you did it. I know <laughs> I you know did it. it. I like the gold. Mm, shall we do this thing? Yeah. It's enough jacking around tomfoolery. Tomfoolery for sure, bro. That makes me happy as a clam. Welcome back, you freaking <laughs> bikeholics. This is the podcast for the motorcycle majority, the big MM, also known as the Damn it, the 99th percentile. Yes. Large and in charge. I am large. Yeah, I mean, uh, yeah, definitely so. not in charge. <laughs> That's right. Uh, we are in charge of the motorcycle scene more than any time in history by being here, by listening. You're part of what we call the hashtag Oscar. Biker Revolution. Yes. There you go. Oh. Now, Oscar has just one question for you before we get started. What are you waiting for, Bikeaholics? Mount up. Let us take you on a wild ass ride. Atta uh, boy. Nice. Another wild ass ride. I'm mm. practiced. Ryan Erlacher, your host of the Law Abiding Biker Podcast, and of course, your high-tech redneck. Mm, he's in the house. Oscar, it's been a while, bro. It has. Just happy to be here. Thank you for being here. We really appreciate it, of course. Mm-hmm. Ah, the man, the myth, the legend, I guess. You, you guess. You totally jacked him. Right midstream. But I appreciate it. I appreciate it. He went with it. All right. I, I do love uh, having Oscar on uh, the podcast because he's very uh, knowledgeable when it comes to motor stuff, motors and oils and gears. And all I'm not going to lie stuff. to you. Uh, Oscar's been on a dirt bike rampage. Listen. I mean, litter obsession. 
<laughs> obsessive compulsive disorder. Looking at them all, up. learning about There's them all. There's nothing wrong with that. I have mine. Trust me. It is true. He it has true. been on a, I cannot keep up with them. So I can't either. Main topic today, guys, we're going to break it down. We got Lurch in the studio, Oscar, and uh, we all love adventure, right? We love street riding. We'll always love street riding and we're still doing that. But you know, every once in a while, we like to just break down and talk about all the cool adventure, what's happening in the adventure bike world, because we are uh, partakers in that sport and mm -hmm. uh, Lurch's first year last year got cooked up. You know, we've done episodes on that, the KLR 650. We had a great summer, did a lot of rides and uh, there was a lot, a lot. In fact, happening in the adventure world. In fact, the new free video for uh, this podcast is Lurch gets his first mm. adventure motorcycle 2022 KLR 650. And a link to that video will be in the show notes. Nice. Nicely done. Way to work that right in there, Lurch. Man, you're getting better by the day. <laughs> now, we love our, our sponsors up front, but these folks are also sponsors and a direct reason this podcast is coming to you strong, going on 10 years years now we want to thank the following some of our newest patron members keith higdon of florissant missouri jeff frischoff of redwood city california rich Wollenweider of mamaronic new york carl pate of mana arkansas gerald boyer of merced california He's down there near uh, old Matt uh, mm -hmm. uh, Haywood. Merced. And then John Ballinger of Campbell River, British Columbia, Canada. Lawabidingbiker.com forward slash Patreon, P-A-T-R-E-O-N. That's right. Pledge a certain amount per piece of content. No risk to you because you can put a monthly cap. There are benefits such as T-shirts and stickers. You get access to the private Facebook group, which is a troll-free zone. It really is nothing but bikers helping and meeting other bikers. Store coupon codes, podcasts early access to live video broadcast and chat and premium videos upon request for you top tier and of course access to those ride meetup and events that we do every year like we're doing this year gonna be near reno nevada um we'll take you on a short ride and we're also uh dialing in as we speak uh lurch we're still dialing in the actual place and yep. the cater or, or what kind of food we are going to serve and let me just tell you Patron members, since we started patron members, they really, you guys know, mean so much to Law Abiding Biker Media. And I just want to say that uh, you're more important now than you've ever been um, with the economy and inflation and supply chain issues with the Law Abiding Biker store and everything else that's going on and everybody's groceries are twice as expensive and gas. We know that that's affecting everyone's budget. So it means even more to us now because I know money is tight yet. We still get people signing up and willing to support us in our mission to help educate and entertain as many bikers as we can worldwide. So really from the bottom of my heart, you're carrying us through. We're riding this wave. Um, of this terrible, terrible economy, and it's definitely hurting us, and I know it's hurting a lot of you. So thank you, thank you, thank you for continuing uh, being patron members and for all of you new signups. Very much appreciated. That is my favorite part of the summer rides. Mm. I love the patron meetup, and I love getting to ride with people and the before and after stand around BSing. Yep, I agree. And Oscar is not coming on our trip with us no, this year. We're down year. to six. It's oh, going to be wow. just six of us, uh, Popeye and Cowboy, Lurch and I, and Squid and Mouse. That's okay. the six of us. Mm. So wow. that's who will be going this year. That yeah, That's official. 
kind of goes up and down from year to year because the majority of you poor suckers are still working. Yeah, this is just a couple of us retired. So, kind of, you know, back in the day, I missed a few mm-hmm. here and there too, just because of vacation picks and, yep. you know, um, depending on when we schedule it, you know, kind of it can conflict. So, but you'll still get the six coolest guys there, anyways. Yep. I mean, six oh, at yeah. the kind of the middle of the cooler <laughs> spectrum, but, you know, norm. More right. towards the top than the bottom. Oscar will be missed. I know yes, a lot of people will. want to meet Oscar, <laughs> but I'm sorry. Oscar won't be there this year. He's dogging y'all. So I Next year. Hit him up, send him an email, <laughs> and uh, let him know how much you uh, hate his ass for not showing up. <laughs> That's uh, Justin at lawbitingbiker.com. Yes. I was about to do that. <laughs> it is. It's <laughs> Justin He's still got at it. lawbitingbiker.com. Yes. All right. So we got a lot going on this year. Uh, one thing, uh, Oscar did just a couple of weeks ago, get a new dirt bike. I want to break that down and we'll find out why he got the one he got. And I'm jealous as hell, Oscar. I'll just tell you that right now. Join um, me. You can do it. I soon, know. Soon. And I, I may, I may, I just, uh, have been busy and I was like, I don't need to do it in the winter right now. You know what <laughs> I mean? That was a dumb choice. Yeah, <laughs> it, it was, was, it was, uh, a dumb choice. I, I figured I had a little bit of time with, uh, current things going on yeah. in the company trying very busy. Yes. Um, we're going to do a podcast on that. We have some exciting news, but we're not going to mention it here. Okay. Okay. Um, we're going to do a whole <laughs> podcast episode for that. Maybe Monday, right? Or something. Maybe. Yeah. We'll talk about it's coming. that after this. Yeah. It's big. It's big. And, uh, it, uh, we made it happen even during tough times, but uh, we're very excited. Uh, but we are going, uh, I'll just mention, uh, we all, so Lurch, Oscar, Big Daddy and I signed up for this event, and I know very little about it other mm-hmm. than I signed up, but I haven't researched a lot. Rick, I think, researches it twenty four seven. Yes, he. <laughs> uh, I wished he was here uh, for this part, but nonetheless, it's a. Uh, uh, why don't you guys explain it? You probably know Tour Tech event or or Big BDR route. or something. Can you explain it a little bit? What we're us for doing? I'm excited because we've never done. Mm-hmm. We ride a lot together but, around here, but we've never done a, a adventure event. So explain a little bit, Oscar. Tour Tech goes all over putting together these rallies. And they're, I mean, basically an organized kind of- Tour Tech is a, a, a adventure, adventure company, company, gear yep. company, right? Out of Seattle. Yep. Uh, yeah, out of Seattle, right. Yeah. And they, they're they at the closer to the top of the quality for adventure gear you buy. It's not something you just go shiny stuff on Amazon. Like Tour Tech, right. it's legit. They do suspensions and all kinds of stuff. So they're hosting a rally here in Plain and- Which is near Leavenworth, yep. Washington, yes. right? North, north of. Yep. North of. And, and then they, it's the cool thing is, you know, we've gone on rides and we plan the routes and you screw it up, but, um, we plan the routes yeah, and whatever, dude, Matt's the one that goes off riding on his own. He, not I'm slower than you guys. We all stayed together. He was following the screwed up route. I know. On purpose. There was not a screwed up route. He just didn't. Yeah. You, you, oh, that's right. They left, the, they left me in the dust and I followed the GPS. I just kept following you till I realized this is not the right route. It and was I bet the right route. Probably, no. It probably would have been the, the correct route to go, but <laughs> it turned uh, out good. It did, because just a few hundred yards uh, off that turn, I was. The road was gone pretty much. Yeah. And I thought, this can't be right. I think I'm the one that's lost. <laughs> mm-hmm. So Tur- I rode it quite a ways, and then I turned around came back, and then that's when we I sent a message to you on the Garmin. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Luckily, only took about 20 minutes that time. Right, right. So, so 45. Yeah. Oh my, that turned out good. Yeah. But, but Tour Tech plans these rallies, and then they do that for you. So then you don't have to worry about like, okay, we're going to plan this trip on the map and get up there, and oh, the road's washed out or whatever. They So it's like gui- having a guided tour. Which they, is kind of cool. So it's like uh, they're very involved in the back road discovery routes and the yes. the mapping of them and, mm-hmm. and it's they, BDR. Yes, 
That's what I, I got it right this time. <laughs> no, you said back road discovery. You did it again. Back road, I just recorded back it. Back country discovery route. Thank back you. whatever. It's, back when it's, it's Lurch back wants to change it to BRD. <laughs> I agree bird. with you, by the way. Because bird, bird is easy to remember. That's, bird. That, you're right. Yeah. Well, that's, back road or back country. You got, there's your B. Yep. So I'm just saying uh, road instead of country. Yeah, well, you're effing it up. Listen, listen. Back country discovery oh, route. Is that what you. it is? BDR. Okay. We are going to be here all day with you too. <laughs> Pretty much. Like, so that's the I plan. have to go home at midnight. That's the plan. <laughs> <laughs> but this event is like a uh, to to dive in a little bit deeper. Uh, it's, before it, we get yeah, too deep, mm-hmm. it's June twenty second through the twenty fifth of this year. So maybe we'll see you there. Yep, be cool. And uh, it's June what? June twenty second through, through the twenty fifth. So it's four days. Yeah, and Thursday so Thursday through Sunday. We're uh, uh, basically uh, gonna take our bikes. Because we have KLRs. Yep. And we're going to trailer them. Law-abiding biker has a, a enclosed trailer. You have an enclosed trailer, Oscar. Mm-hmm. And so two and two. And we're actually going to trailer our bikes up there just because we don't, it's a lot of riding. And we just, I don't want to ride on the road up there and, and if back. You break something. Right. Like you are stuck. Right. So. And we don't want to sleep in tents. We're, yes. No. We're, we're older and we have the ability to stay in trailers. So Oscar's taking his monstrosity uh, big old fifth wheel up there yep. god bless him and we'll be living yep. in style yeah yep. we reserved some spots mm-hmm. uh reserved a spot for the fifth wheel mm-hmm. and so it's going to be a fun mm-hmm. uh on site different than something we've ever yeah. done before totally uh, together and yep. oscar was kind enough to go out and obsess about generators. <laughs> it worked out well for me. It worked out really oh, well oh for me. God. Why did I, how did that, it was an affliction. I don't know why I did that. It, it was, I need medication. <laughs> we Oscar and I have had quite a bit of hot generator talk. We, it was yeah. hot and, uh-huh. and fruitful. Yeah, very fruitful. Bought some badass generators so I, that we can run the AC while we're there. That's and I, I made out like a bandit on this deal, dude. It didn't cost me a dime, but I, I'm so appreciative. All jokes aside, oh, it will, it will. It will I'll right. need someone to wash my back. Are you gonna have an envelope there, and we have to leave money in the thing for <laughs> generator, generator money, gas, dude? Right now, my wife works for an electrical contractor, and and uh, Oscar had me call down there and you know see make see if it. it Make sure you wouldn't melt down a generator and how big would he need? And, you know, if it was, can you hook a 30 amp to a 50 amp and all that kind of stuff? And we got them all the answers they needed. And I may have overthought it a little bit, but. Oh, no, that's smart. Take the time to do it and research it. You would be, that would be me. I'd just be like, yeah. I can just play like big enough. I would. I just try it to see what happened first. (laughs) That's me though. I'm dumb when it comes to that. That's, I actually would call you and Matt. I would call both of you and go, I have no idea what I'm buying here. So I have a much smaller travel trailer. And so I benefited by purchasing his two Honda backpack generators or suitcase, suitcase generators. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah. it worked out well for me too. Nice. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You got a score. Got a yeah. good deal on a couple of Hondas. Yep. Now these, you mentioned a little bit, um, they do the rides uh, each day. They have lots of different rides you mm-hmm. can go on. From um, and then they have training. Hard. Uh, they yeah. have instructors there. I'm not doing any of that, but I know Big Daddy signed up for a class. He I wants might. To I got to see which one. Lurch he, might. I might see which yeah, one he signed I, up for. I may too, if I depending on my work schedule. If I can get up oh, there, yeah. I may do it. Okay, cool. So they teach. They teach. It's kind of cool because if you YouTube's fine, but it's cool to have someone on a bike oh, standing yeah. there with you mm-hmm. on your bike, and and they set up obstacles and stuff that you can. And then they teach you like, okay, lean this way, sit here, stand here, whatever. Yeah. So it can be very beneficial. Yeah, I mean, hell yeah. I mean, I'd take one just because they're a little expensive, but 
you know what the hell we don't get a chance to do that very often right so why not yeah yeah i think it's a great idea um i'll probably be filming a bunch of stuff so i'm probably not going to just because i'm going to be in me but uh if i wasn't doing that i i might partake um but i'll go watch you guys and yeah so try you to can feel me film. falling over so we can talk yeah right <laughs> well so we can talk about the training yeah. and, you know i just want yeah. that aspect so yeah of course it, uh, it'll be on the youtube channel at some point uh, throw that video together and get it out on the youtube channel but we're looking forward to that event i am yeah they're going to be, be demoing uh some new bikes too the oh, ktm yeah. harley triumph yamaha and ducati Oh, the do- the Ducati Desert Sled. I don't know which ones. Are. Uh, You've done much more research than I have. But I may have overthought that too. I bring that up to say that hopefully there'll be a 975 Pan America. Oh. That's our guess this year is they're going to release a 975. Can it hardly go into that kind of environment and survive? It's like, will be it melt down or will the metric bikes melt down? I don't Dude, know. I think the metric bikes will because they knocked them all out of the park in yeah. North America with the Pan America. <sighs> they freaking stomped on BMW and stomped on everybody else with their first adventure bike in north america top selling Let's top see. selling i mean and first time in the market that still amazes me yeah you know what i mean that, that <clears throat> excuse me i have still a serious head cold so yeah <clears throat> still i'm gonna try to not do that on the mic but uh they have stiff um, if they come in i know they did before and they came yeah. in and knocked them out of the park i know they come out with a mid size they need to make a mid-sized bike that's what i'm saying that's a 975 i to me that's still big but because okay. like a, these other ones we'll probably talk about are in the six to eight hundred range. To me, that's pounds. Yeah. No, no, no. Oh, or motor. CC. Oh, yeah. You're right. I was yeah. Say displacement. Damn. Okay. No, that's a little heavy. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> eight hundred pounds. Awesome. Yeah, that's my like, ultra. Okay. Yeah. Right. I know. Again. That's why I was like, what the <laughs> hell? No, no. The six hundred to eight hundred CC range. Okay. <clears throat> that's the part of the market right now that's really blowing up because the you know BMW owned the big adventure bike forever. But yeah. They're kind of single minded. Like you're not. Like Ricky took his, we were talking about, he took his to the slab, but that's not really what it's for. And some, sure, there's dudes out there that can jump it, but most of us, right? a 1250 GSA is not. But what if they make a 975 and they can shave weight, you know? I or we've never talked about this, but, you know, the other option is we only said the 975 because they already have the 975 Rev Max motor. Um, that they put in the Nightster. They could potentially make it they smaller. They could uh, potentially, yeah. maybe we don't know, but they were also developing uh, 675, or 675 or 800, you know, or 675 would be awesome. Yeah. That so, would be awesome. We'll see. We'll see. Um, but the 975, I think, just made sense because they already had it, you know. So we're like, okay, they're going to slap the 975 in a smaller frame, mm-hmm. you know, and, and lighter and, and things like that. So, yeah, we'll have to see. But I, I got to believe they that they're going after that midweight market mm-hmm. you know but the 975 might be on the heavier end of the midweight mm-hmm. market but nonetheless it might be their foot into it mm-hmm. you know dipping yeah. their feet in the water but who knows done, they did flat track they've made dirt right. bikes so it's not a far stretch for them to do it right to come down into the 600 range and make God. kind of more of a dirt bike i hope they do that'd be awesome that would be freaking awesome. awesome i'm looking for something something whether it's on the low end or high end middle weight pan america they have to. That market needs to be tapped by Harley because they mm-hmm. already tapped the big boys. That, you know, if they can get in there right too, they can do it there. Yep. So yeah. I, li- I like my KLR, but if they come out with that midweight Pan America, might have to pull the trigger. I know. Mm-hmm. The only to. reason I would, the biggest reason is I'm only 5'8", and, yeah. you know, I am 50 now, and I still feel like I'm in decent shape. But, you know, um, the big seller to me, to get rid of the KLR, obviously the price is right on the KLR and I still love that bike yep. and I've had so much fun on it. 
But if they made a middleweight yeah. that lowered, like they did the 1250 version, mm-hmm. that's everything to me. Mm-hmm. To, because I, I'm so tired of trying to kick my leg over that KLR and in my all my gear and boots. It's yep. a bear for me. It's yep. not easy for me. And being six foot three and having 36 inch seam. Right. I, I, you know, I'm not as young as I used to be either. So I'm not as flexible, but still, yeah. you know, in certain terrain, it's hard to get your leg up over that mm, KLR. It is. Yeah, it is. And being five, eight, and then I'm never flat footed, No, you know, uh, yeah. when I'm stopped. <laughs> no. So, you know, yeah, I'm on tiptoes. Yeah. So it's just uh, that to me, if I was 20 to 35, 40, I wouldn't care. Yeah. I wouldn't even think about it. But last year, a couple of times I was like, oh, just you hear me heave up mm-hmm. and I, I get a running start and I whip my leg up over the top of that thing. And <laughs> I'm going to, I'm going to pull something. I'm not gonna lie yeah. to you. I mean, I, I, I can stand flat footed on it, but it's all I can do. I mean, the seat's in my crotch. Yeah. It's, so I can imagine what it's like for you. That feels good though. It doesn't hurt. <laughs> That's why on your new dirt bike, uh, I, we, is that what this episode is about? We well, no, 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 <laughs> it doesn't, it doesn't matter. It's it's about there yet. Yeah. Sometimes we get this off track. Is, this is kind of like the old days where we it have a, a topic and around, then, you know, it takes us 40 minutes to get to it. Well, topics like this, well, this was part of the topic. Kind of. Yeah. It yeah. totally, mm-hmm. uh, the, but, uh, there's not a lot of show notes for this one. So we're literally today, just a bunch of bikers sitting yep. around trying to catch up on the dirt bike and adventure bike industry. But that's what I worry about your bike. I should have, uh, at some point I want to sit on it. I mean, that thing's got to be pretty high. That's what I'm saying. Can I even get, so why don't you tell them what you bought and let's just roll into into that a little bit. And since I'm talking about that, cause I'm, you know, I, I'm in the market for possibly for a dirt bike, but mm-hmm. I like, dude, I can't reach, I can't mm. get, how do I do this? I see like a lot of shorter people, mm. like younger kids and, and females, they'll just put one, you know, their right foot on the peg and start. <laughs> well, that's how I did <laughs> it when and, I was little and gas when I was a boy and yeah. get going. And as they're going, they just throw that left yep. leg up over. He lumped you in with little kids and females. I, I, I don't know if that was on purpose. It was, it was, it was, it was fine. Jackass. It I liked it. It was okay. But. It wasn't on purpose. <laughs> but good job. Yeah, Thank good you. job. Thank I you. did do that when I was a boy riding dirt yeah. bikes because I couldn't reach shit. I literally, sometimes the neighbor boys uh, would just hold me up and I'd get on the seat. And then once you're going, you're going. Yeah. But don't stop. Because yep. yeah. then I'd have to jump stop. off, you know. Right. And uh, I don't want to do that at 50. It's you okay. Know? You'll um, bounce back. But plus, how, I mean, you got to put your foot down sometimes. I mean... So that's not very feasible for, you know, you can lower it. Okay. I mean, I lose suspension travel then. Well, sure. I mean, I don't know. I don't, I didn't look at the, um, kids bikes to see if they're smaller. (laughs) (laughs) Maybe what I'm looking at. I don't know. No, I didn't look at the, um, well, cause you know that, and then in the dirt bike side, the, the biggest burgeoning market right now is the two strokes have made a huge comeback. Really? And I didn't look at the two strokes making a comeback. Oh, huge. I can't believe they didn't get outlawed already. I thought they started cracking down on two strokes. They're cleaner. They run better. No shit. They're only, the only reason I went with a four stroke is because the only thing the two strokes aren't that great at is putting around. Right. So my daughter around. Yeah. Just kind of just riding down the road at 30 miles an hour. They're really not that great. Mm But everything else, they're probably superior to the four strokes in a ton of ways. They rev lower. They produce torque and horsepower at lower RPMs, which is a huge bonus because you're not just pinned the throttle all the time. Uh, and I, so they were um, TBI that's not premix, but Husky, at least Husky in 2020. What's TBI? You lost me at TBI. It, it has a separate oil tank and it's a, it's a throttle body oil gas injection mix okay so you're not mixing in the tank you're injecting it at the throttle body right or mixing it at the throttle body right in 23 husky went back to a 
pre-mix is what it's called, pre-mix. So you mix it in a can, pour it in the tank. Uh, And so I don't know how that's going to go. I, I don't know why it's a big deal, but um, anyway, it is. So I that's do they feel new. like do they feel like mixing it at the throttle body? They have better control over exactly how much. Is that why? You know what yeah, I mean? Like but for there emissions, was, there was some problems control, with it. Okay, because oh gosh, I was talking. I know Kevin jet ski about and it. jet ski two strokes were doing that back in the day for a long time, where it was an oil tank and a gas tank, but Snow you fill both of them. That. Yeah, you yeah. know what I mean. So why is it different with bikes? Um, it had something to do with. Uh, them running lean. So when you mix it yourself, then you're always getting a consistent mix. When the oh, computer's trying to mix it. I'm tracking. But I don't know if they're sold on that. I don't know if Husky's mm. sold on it. It's brand new. So I'm just speculating. You can mix it wrong too in the gas jug and I, go heavy. And you could fall down and hit your face on right, a rock. I mean. I mean, yeah, there's lots of problems. But so it's like, you don't really screw up the mix. But some people did, mm-hmm. I guess. Um, anyway, I so the two-stroke market is huge. And the like the TBI, the... Uh, TE, uh, Husqvarna TE 300. T for two-stroke, E for enduro. 300 is an awesome, awesome bike. Makes. I'm looking it up. Husqvarna what? T-Tom E. Edward 300. And is this like for me or? No, it could be. So what I'm saying is I don't know if the, T, like the TE 250 is a shorter bike or if you can lower it and keep the same shock. So you would have suspension travel on a lower bike. I, I didn't see that what you're saying this yep. for the 300, the smaller, which one did you get the FE 450? And we're going to talk about that. I want to know why, but you think I could go, um, with this 300 and why again, sorry, I was not listening very well. Cause I was maybe pulling it up. Maybe they're shorter. Maybe I don't know. The right, right. Or uh, the, you know, cause it's a smaller frame. It's a smaller bike, smaller bike, smaller the motor. T- yep. So the TE 250 is the 250 two stroke. And I think it's a little bit smaller and a little bit lighter. Hmm. Is it cheaper? Yes. They're like uh, 1500 bucks cheaper than the comparable four strokes. That's what I mean. This might be more up my alley. They are awesome. I just, my daughter's still riding and so we, and she likes to putt around. So I just didn't go with the two stroke. This is a two stroke? Yep. The TE 300? Yep. From what I'm looking at, the seat height's pretty much the same. It's going to be pretty tall for you. The the FE 450 is 38.2 inches, lowest seat height available. Look at the Uh, 250. And the 300, the TE 300 is 38 inches. They have linkage. So you You can can, lower them down. Yeah. And that's the cool thing about linkage is you can buy those dog bones. You can buy longer ones and it'll lower the seat height. So, okay. and you don't lose a ton of suspension travel. Oh, really? Hmm. Okay. How, how much could you bring it down? I wonder. It looks like one to two inches is pretty common. Okay. It's helpful. Mm-hmm. It's still high. It's going to get you down to around 36. I mean, right. what's inches. your KLR? 34. Mm-hmm. 34. So it's going to get still two inches higher than my KLR? Yeah. yeah. But look, the Ugh. average the average dirt bike rider is like five, nine, 160 pounds. Yeah. So. I mean, once you get on it, it drops. It's too, fine, right? Yeah, yep. yeah, but you just got to get on it. You got to get on it. <laughs> well, and you know, we don't because we're motors. We don't even think low side foot peg mount. Right. No, a lot of guys do that. Right. Because you of step that, up on the low side foot peg. Yep. And, mm-hmm. Right. So swing your leg over. It's doable. There's other bikes. I mean, I I went with Husky, but there's some other bikes that are uh, Kawasaki came out with um, the KLX. That's a st- lowered version. I can't remember the model number. 
but it's not in the same category. It's way underpowered compared to these bikes. There's a TE252. Yes. Let me go back here. Let's I don't look know if at there's that. a 20. Can you research that, Matt? I did. And the seat height's about the same. About the same. So they're yeah. all pretty much the same. It's just different motors. Yeah, 37.8 yeah. inches on the uh, 250. That's um, the one thing I didn't pay any attention to when I bought this bike is because I'm not a midget. I mean, I'm six taller. Right. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> and heavier, which is heavy. why he needs a 450. <laughs> That's why I need a bigger spring. <laughs> one for me. <laughs> yeah, there's the 250. You think that'd be an all right bike for me? I think you'd love it. You can yeah. figure out, you can lower it. I think if you lowered it, you would love it. 250 or 300. I mean, we're Americans go big or go home, but you know, I mean, they're not, they're really, plenty. they're yeah, not really so, that oh, far yeah. apart. No. They're in horsepower and stuff. They're okay. not far apart. And it would be a little bit lighter yet, huh? I think so. I think they're like 10 or 12 pounds lighter than the 450. Wow. What's the total weight of one of these, like your bike? Mine's 250. So mine would be, well, if I got a 250. Two, like 238. Huh? Okay. Yeah. There's, so you, there, there's some weight savings. And yeah. they're, it's hard to explain. This is a two-stroke, right? Yep. Why is the 250... Um, the 250 is more expensive. It's starting. Oh, that's, what does it say? Cause it's in a European page. You have to select the U S for Husky. Well, Their website's not that great. Hey, if anyone from Husky Run is listening, your website sucks. <laughs> is yeah. it at the bottom here? I have no idea. I've never actually hit the Husky European website. I always hit the U S. Well, I don't even know how I got that. I just said that. Why would the European one come up? Yeah. Look at it. It's just, that's the one that's coming up for me. I don't know. Um, let's, let's do Husky. Husqvarna USA. See if you get something. No, H U S Q V. Q Husk. Just Husqvarna. H U S Q V A R N A. Google will figure its shit out. There you go. All right. That's it. Well, no, that's the lawnmower section. Uh, go down, go down. <laughs> no, no, no. <laughs> okay. Go hey. down, go down. They, they do make a good chainsaw. They, they do. I have one. Husqvarna motorcycles. They do. All right. Uh, this is the US site. So. We want to look at a look at their, that mustache. Where, that's a Ooh. stash, dude. That yeah, guy's owning a stash, it. Yeah. Where's their search? All I'm right, telling their you, these their website. Suck Go models. Ass models. Uh, enduro. Uh, two, two stroke. stroke. Yep. And then we can look at the two fifty. Let's see what a two fifty costs in U.S. dollars, not euros. Ten, ten, eight, nine, nine. So eleven thousand. Yeah. yeah. So maybe the 300 is cheaper a little bit. Yeah. Let's, let's go back and check it. What did you, uh, what did your, uh, if you don't mind disclosing, what did your, uh, 450 come in with incentives? It was 10, five. Wow. So that's just base price. I, if I can get incentives. So the 300, so no, we were at base price on mine was 11, five. We were at 10, nine. Okay. No, never mind. Oh. That was European. So it's 11, 11, a one. So a couple, for four hundred dollars, something three hundred, four hundred dollars more yeah. for the three hundred. Okay, it's a sexy looking bike. Um, you brought it over, and we got to look at it in the back of your truck. Mm-hmm. Oh, that's right. Yeah, I did bring so, it. So, tell me this, unless you have any questions, Lurch. Um, I'm going to ask you a question, and uh, then in a moment you can answer it. The question is going to be, why? Yeah, because you looked at a lot of bikes and I know me and you have looked at a lot of dirt bikes over time. We've been toying with this idea mm-hmm. for a while. Um, you still have your KLR 650. Mm-hmm. But I'm, the question is going to be, or it is, why out of all the bikes, because I've looked at a lot of Cowies too and stuff, why did you go 
with the Husqvarna. Hey, bikeaholics, searching for new and exciting motorcycle products? Zero 3D has the products you dream about for your bike. Check out their wide variety of innovative products for Harley-Davidson and Honda Goldwing motorcycles. Zero 3D's got your back with chrome and black parts, lighting, and other comfort products. No modifying, cutting, grinding, or welding for an easy installation. That equals less time installing, more time riding. Zero 3D has a design team of riders with over 40 years' experience with a passion for design and innovation. Zero Gold Strike are the motorcycle LED lighting innovators for CAN bus plug-and-play system compatibility. They pride themselves on great customer service, just like us. Mm-hmm. Got a question? Get in touch with them. Sales at Zero3D.com. Give them a call. 715-808-0027. Check at your local Harley or Honda dealership and ask for Zero or Gold Strike parts. A new leader has emerged. So check out Zero3D's custom line of Gold Strike products for the all-new Honda Goldwings. Better yet, help support us. Head over to lawabidingbiker.com forward slash store and check out our full line of Zero3D products. We'll get them shipped out to you. Lickety split. And you'll be happy as a clam just because <laughs> clams are freaking happy, apparently. All right. Um, answer the question, there, sir, please. How you switched in and out of that was a little mm-hmm. strange. I, I can't comprehend the... The what? How, how you just did that? It was a thing. Yeah. Yeah, it definitely happened. It was a thing. Yeah. I'm pretty experienced, <laughs> okay, aren't so I? It's not just me, is it? No. He was giving you opportunity to think about your answer. But he seamlessly transitioned to a very well-done commercial. Well, thank you. He, he's and then right back yeah, out of it. He's, he's not talking times. shit about me. No, he's giving you a compliment. Yeah, thank you. Yeah. I, it is, it's I a, wasn't sure at first. It's kind no. of a <laughs> backhanded compliment. <laughs> yeah, yeah, backhanded yeah, yeah. Right. Isn't that the phrase? Yeah. Backhanded compliment. All right, anyway. Passive, yeah. Oscar's like, I don't remember the question. <laughs> I know it's Ob- coming. Objection. Can you repeat the question? I, I did totally geek down on this for like a year. Um, cause I, in the end, I really wasn't ready to pay Husqvarna prices, but here's what I found. Are out. they heftier prices? Oh yeah. Cowie? Yes. Okay. Okay. So weight was my first priority. That KLX was a good bike, but it was a 300, you pounds. had the KLX 300. 300. Yep. yep. And it was a good bike. Fun. It was fun. I had a good time on it, uh, but it was 300 pounds and I felt that weight in a lot of places. So I wanted a lighter bike for sure. Cause I want to be able to ride in the sand and the mud and some of that stuff, the weight matters. So then I started looking at like what's out there and Cowie only had motocross bikes beyond the KLX 300. So they have the KX 450 and 250. And now the new thing is the X versions. So anyway, I don't want to go too far down the rabbit hole. Honda has the C, they had the CRF 450 R, the CRF 450 L. Who's this? Honda. Honda. The CRF 450 RL. And now they have the CRF 450 RWE. Anyway, the, you memorize that shit. Oh, that's dude. insanity. Look at that. <laughs> he's not even reading off. A, I swear to God, if no. you guys, if you could see us, he has no computer, nothing. He's just rattling the shit off. Because uh, he's been researching totally it for geeky. over a year. Yeah. No, this yeah. is his yeah. entertainment. It's, it's great. It's been neurotic. Yeah. It's yeah. neurotic. I don't even go to Google. If I'm, when I'm ready for a dirt bike, which I, probably this spring, I don't go to the internet. I go to Oscar. <laughs> you don't ask Siri. You ask I, Oscar. I ask uh, Oscar. Yes. That's <laughs> beautiful. Watch, dude. You want to use my voice for I it? I do. I do. Yeah. No, it's it's awesome, dude. That you memorize all that stuff. You you definitely do your research, like you did with generators. Yes. It doesn't matter what it is. If Oscar's going to buy it, he obsesses for months about it to the point where he's not sleeping. I'm glad. I'm so glad that you're very gentle, making fun of me for that way because it's true. <laughs> it I is. have a problem. Yeah. We I we all do in I a do. certain <laughs> way. Yes. Yes. We all do. We share the problem. Yes. <laughs> but I like it when you do it for me. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. So I'll spend right. the time. The Honda had some problems with their programming. So the, 
the R, the L is heavy. It's almost 300 pounds and the programming kind of sucked. Those they fixed it, but it's still what heavy. What do you mean by pr- programming? They had some tuning issues at oh. certain throttle positions. And so the solution was to buy a Vortex ECU, which is expensive. They're like a grand. It's like, I'm going to buy a bike. So for they did grand. the Harley thing. Yeah. Hey, yeah. we're going to build it, but you're going to need to buy this, this, and this. I don't think they <laughs> That's knew. That's beautiful. Okay. I think they sent it out and guys were like, this bike sucks at low speeds on dude, this trail. And then Vortex made a ECU and solved the problem. They fixed okay. it. They fixed it for 23, but it's still f- almost 300 pounds. They have um, a version of the KLX, the CRF 300L, but it's a KLX. That, that and the KLX are really, really close. Close in weight, close in power, close in everything. The KLX, Kawasaki KLX? The KLX 300 and the CRF 300L. Okay. The Honda CRF 300L are really close. So I wasn't going to buy a 300L. Um but the 450s heavy. Weren't we looking at a Honda? Me and you, we were looking on Craigslist and finding these ones. You were almost certain. You, were, you actually made an offer on that one. Or somebody, no, you were going to buy a bike, but somebody bought it out from under you, another yes. deputy. What was uh, that? It was a it was a 16 God, KTM and their designators. It was a 2016 e- XCF 350. Okay. That's right. XCF 350. Yeah. It was what brand? KTM. KTM. That's right. Me and you were both looking. And then I started looking at them because you got yep. me all excited yes, about it. That's what it was. It yeah, was. Okay. All right. It was actually for another guy. And, but I told the salesman, hey, if that guy doesn't buy it, I'll buy it. And he ended up buying it. Uh, so I, I ruled out the Honda, although I went back and forth in the Honda quite a bit, but it was heavy. Um, uh, Yamaha has the WR450, but it's like a unicorn. Which one is this? Sorry, I'm looking and listening. The Yamaha WR450. The Yamaha WR450, right. Totally badass bike. This is the CRF 300. 300 Honda we're looking at. That's like my KLX 300. They're really, really close. Yeah, okay. So that one was completely ruled out. I couldn't, the WR450s, like, they would kind of come and go on Craigslist. They had a real floor. Like, you were going to pay five grand for one that was 10 years old. And I could never find them on a dealership lot like i just never saw them advertised okay. anywhere the rumor is that yamaha does that on purpose they did it with it they're doing it with the tenere and they're doing it they do it with the wr to raise prices they restrict the the models make it scarce so yeah, okay intentionally make it I, that's just a rumor right. i kept hearing well no I, and a lot of business then, models run that yep, way yeah scarcity 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 yeah. makes for people to make yeah and the, bad decisions. So I couldn't find a WR. <laughs> it's true. And I think it works. Okay, and the like WR was Toilet cheaper. paper. Oh, yep. Mm-hmm. And those stupid Scarcity. blue paper towels. Yeah, <laughs> right. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> so I couldn't find a WR 450, but they're cheaper. They have a ton of horsepower. They're super light. They're awesome bikes. They just are unicorns. So I I would have bought a WR 450. I'd have been able to find one. A it's, WR 450. Yeah. It's probably a little more horsepower than I need, but... <laughs> But that's you know, a Honda, right? The Yamaha. Or yeah. sorry, I'm sorry, I'm getting confused. Um, thank God I have you here. <laughs> Yamaha WR450. I'm looking at it on my screen. That's a good looking bike. It's a good looking bike. They have a lot of the same features that my bike does, and they're anywhere from two thousand to a thousand bucks cheaper. Okay, let me uh, pull up some images here because I got to take a look at the Zedit. Yep. Yeah. Oh yeah, it's a good bike. Yeah, sexy. I would have definitely bought one of those had I been able to find one. Really? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Over the Husky. Mm-hmm. Wow. Yeah. And uh, okay. 
So you called all over for that thing or what? How I just scarce was, is this? I was looking at dealer websites. I was looking at Craigslist. I just couldn't find one. Owens had one like uh, when they were Owens like three years ago or two years ago. And I was like, oh, it was brand new 10,000 or whatever. I'm like, uh, I don't, it was like, I wasn't back in a dirt bike riding yet. So I'm like, I don't need that. I'm going to hurt myself. Right. So, but why on this, you bought a 450, but you just back then you said you're going to hurt yourself. No, I'm still going to hurt myself. Okay. But what <laughs> yeah, I'm yeah, saying I, is, yeah, yeah, no, I don't need that much power, but I have but, it. That's okay. Thank you. That's why I was like, how is the Husky 450 any less powerful than the Yammy? No, back then I didn't have anything but the KLR. Yes. Right. And so I had no frame of reference. No, it is a lot of power. Uh, my Husky probably has a little bit less horsepower than the WR. It's coming in. Yeah. So ahead, sorry. it's okay. Okay. But it's a lot. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Yeah. This is nine. So 10 grand for mm-hmm. the, for the Yamaha 450. Yep. That we were just talking about. Right. Yep. Yeah. Okay. So interesting. You would have bought this. Yeah. And how, how come just the price? Um, yeah. Price, weight, horsepower. It's lighter mm-hmm. and more horses than the Husky. I, I think so. Oh, uh, yes, I think it is still. Okay. I looked at like the 21 model, I think was 55 horse or 50 horse. And I think it's 240 pounds. You got this. Oh, maybe Matt can look it up, but um, it's everything I wanted. I just couldn't find them. Which one? That okay. WR 450. There's one right Oops. now for sale on Facebook marketplace in Yakima. Oh, 2019. They went 9,500 for it, but see, that's, that's for a new bike. When Why you get you, a brand new one for 10, the yeah. brand new ones. Yeah. This has a, some, it's got a few extras, but not enough to command that extra price. I it, was seeing like a 08, 2009. Now they're fuel injected. I didn't want to go carbureted again. Um, so there was t- some of them that popped up for four or 5,000 bucks that were 10, 12, 13 years old. And I'm like, eh, I'm not so sure. Yeah. You know, I'll spend a little bit more money and get a newer bike. that's fuel injected for sure. Okay. So that's a good bike. Um, but you went with Husky. Yep. Because yeah. of that reason. And uh, yeah, the Husky slash KTM aftermarket support is like Harley. There's a ton of stuff for everyone's making stuff. They own for Husky and KTM. Yes, okay. They own this market. The really? uh, enduro slash average everyday Joe wants to ride non motocross. Yes. They own bike. the market. They have so many models. All Yamaha has is the WR 450, okay. 250. That's all they've got. All Honda has is that 300 L and the 450. Now the RWE or whatever. Okay. All Cowie has is the 300, the KLX. And Suzuki still has the DR, and that's it. Suzuki sells a DR450? The DRZ400 and the DR650. 400 and 650. So the 400 is in the same category as my Husky, but it's 60 pounds heavier with less horse and still carbureted with basic suspension. And then the DR650 is just like the KLR. Isn't that what Dustin once yeah. one of our friends, Dustin, he uh, had a couple of Husqvarna's when he was, when we were kids in high school and just out of high school, he had no, a, you, he I had thought a Husky he had one, Suzuki's, he had a Husky 125 oh. and a Husky 250, both two strokes. And, uh, I think he, he did have a, 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 a DR 450. Doesn't on he want that again? And for, now, yeah. Now he wants to adventure to ride with mm-hmm. us maybe. Yep. And, and for an adventure bike, the DRZ 400 is a good lightweight adventure bike and the DR 650 is a good KLR style. Right. Suzuki KLR version. Yeah. Uh, Yeah. Suzuki's KLR version. Okay. And a lot of people swear by the DRZ. Oh yeah. It's just heavy. It's, uh, it's, I wanted to go lighter than 300 pounds, not a little bit heavier. I think it's 315. Okay. At about 40 horse, but they're great bikes. They're still carbureted. I think so. And wow. Real even f- in 2023, even, yeah. yep. even uh, Cowie, the KLR <laughs> decided to go away from carburetor. Well, 
and basic suspension. Like it's a real basic suspension. Okay. I wanted something I could ride in the sand. I can ride in the mud like I did last week and that I could jump a little bit if I really wanted and still ride. Are the you trails. doing Superman seat grabs and shit, dude? I, I got to film this. Dude. I will be next week. Um, I got, are you? I got to film this. I dude. actually, after the seat grab that I, I can, can do totally get, I let go because I, I'm so far in the air, I get scared. Do you do the Superman and, and let go? And yeah. you, know, you just don't re-grab? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you just go down I, with the like, oh, sack of shit. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> oh. Yeah, no. I'm not talking about that kind of jumping. Uh, so Husky and KTM were it. The resale value on them is insane. Okay. So that was a consideration. And then the dealership that I bought the KLX from was going to be awesome trade-in for it. So I'm like... And they sell Husqvarna and Kawasaki. So I'm like, you know what? I'll buy local. He's going to give me a good trade in for it. Yeah. And the incentives. So Husky was kind of a no brainer. It was still expensive, but. So what with incentives was it again? It was 10, five, 10, five. That's all right. I mean, that's not bad. It no. was 11, six forty nine. Like that was the MSRP or whatever. And then Husky had a four year, 4%. Uh, something else, no payment for three months or thousand bucks credit. Basically you could use, I could have bought a coat and something, or I could apply it to the, to the bike. Okay. So I just applied to the bike and. Okay. Yeah. And still fair to say down at the dealership, there's still no bargaining on dirt bikes. It's you pay what they ask. Has that changed at all? Cause when you bought I mean, your, did uh, when you bought this, yeah, now, so they have incentives now. So Husky was running incentives, yeah. which was okay. nice. Incentives though, but I'm talking about like when Lurch went down for his KLR a year ago, the market was so bad and uh, there was no bickering on prices. They're like, we, these are all sold before we even get them. And no, yeah. well, it's more like this. Incentives are different than, you know, yeah. making a deal with a dealer. Like, okay, I like that price, but I want this price. What can you do? It was more, it wasn't so much that because they had a lot of Huskies down there. Okay. So when you go into a lot and you see a lot of vehicles, right. yeah, you're like, you knew oh, right away. Yeah. It's leverage time. Yeah. Have, right. They, they're not selling bikes. What what really drove that I didn't haggle was that the used. Okay. So the, the FE 450 is reintroduced for 23. It went out in 20. They're producing street models. So they have the FE 350, FE 501. Now they have the FE 350S, which is fully street legal, DOT tires, all the stuff, and the FE501S, fully street legal. So you can't get, so the FE450 now, I don't want to go too far down the rabbit hole. Anyway. That's fine. <laughs> You're keeping <laughs> up with all these different about. I used, <laughs> I used the FE, I used two-year-old FE350, the comparable version of my bike, but a 350, was selling on the used market for $10,000. Okay. So. Right. What's there to haggle over? A thousand bucks. And I mean, yours doesn't. Yours doesn't have a. It's a FE four fifty. It doesn't have a designator afterwards. It's nope. just the FE four fifty. So it's a. If it had an S, it would be completely street, street legal. legal, right? Which so, explain that why you didn't get completely street legal because it is going to be street legal, right? Is the EPA listening? <laughs> we don't know yet. Always. Probably they're so all over us. In we got good attorneys. Don't worry about it. In Washington State, we can we modify. <laughs> we can modify. You can get a modified title if you if you retrofit a street legal kit to a non street legal bike. Come come at me again. <laughs> I, I heard it. I want to hear it again so I can comprehend it. You can you can 
DOL allowed, do you know what I'm talking about? Yeah. You can make an off-road bike street legal Yeah, and you get the benefits of what an off-road bike gives you. Um, um, as far as probably yes. emissions and all that kind emissions, of stuff. transmission yeah. gearing, mm-hmm. some other setup stuff. Gotcha. So More if you power. bought the street one, it's going to be heavier, detuned, detuned and heavier. It's not gotcha. too much heavier, but it okay. is a little bit heavier because I got all the crap on it, but mostly it's detuned with a ton of emissions. Gotcha. So I can buy the, this is a, you can buy the good version. The off-road just version. make it street legal. Yes. Mm, yep. yep. Very clever. And there's a distinct difference. So the no shit, FE350S huh? is about 32 horse. Mine should be about, I haven't seen the specs yet, probably 45. Substantial. It's, it's a big difference. Wow. Yeah, it's a big difference. And then the FE501 is like 40 horse. My buddy's detuned FE501 is like 60 horse. So little trick, tip yeah. and trick for y'all out there. Sure. There you go. Yeah. Smart. Would have never thought of it. But it is not roadworthy, buddy. I'm telling you. <laughs> well, <laughs> to get to the yeah, slab or somewhere close. That's right? about it. That's it. Like That's, I rode it's a pretty small. It, dude, it is. <laughs> or around terrible. town. Yeah. yeah. It is sucks on the road. Yeah. So I don't know if the S versions I think are a little bit better. So I think they add a, what's in the, crankcase um that make that reduces the vibration what's that called counterbalance counterbalance Counterbalance. i think they're adding those to the street version to make them more streetable but like i rode maybe 10 miles in that damn thing on the pavement and i i have to get the dot knobbies so these are non-dot knobbies but it's does that vibrate the shit out of you yes yeah yes it does just just your arms go numb (laughs) i mean i didn't ride that far but yeah they would how fast does it go when you're on the street just pegged if I pegged it, yeah. I would get zero to 90 in like three seconds, but and, it doesn't go past 90 because the gearing. Right. But if I got the street model, I would go 110. Gotcha. 120. Okay. It's great to crash at 120 on a bike like that. It's a good right. Time. It's a good time. Yeah. Yeah. So it gets, but I, I think the book says top speed is 92, but first, second, third, fourth are like right together, huh? Yep. To get that, get up and going. Cause you're not low in torque. A, it's a, tr- not a, not a motocross track bike, but it's an off-road bike. Mm-hmm. So to keep the torque, they keep the gearing spaced way together. So then that was one of the things that the salesman talked to me. He's like, look, emissions aside, the transmission makes a big difference. So I'm glad I did that. Lurch, you have any follow-up questions right now? I've got some written down. You've been very uninvolved in this conversation. <laughs> Just FYI. I don't know that that's true. Okay. He's been typing away research. Yeah, what are you doing? Uh, as he's talking about models, I'm bringing it up so that I can look at So that you can look and not say yeah. anything? There's just, this is very <laughs> helpful to the podcast and the conversation. It, there, what's crazy is there's just so <laughs> many different oh, a ton. models. It's insane. It is insane. Yeah. That's but why dirt bikes see. trying to sift through them. I've done this. It's mm-hmm. light research, and I always yeah. end up calling Oscar or texting. I'm like, dude, what in the hell? Oh, it's ridiculous. Is this and why this? And I could see taking a year to try to find the perfect one. It is ridiculous. Well, when you're a freak, uh, <laughs> it may take a year. When you have this massive amount of brain power, is what you're saying. <laughs> Lurch, look up yeah. the TV. Are you searching for the quickest and easiest quick detachable luggage system for your motorcycle? Rick Rack has just what you're looking for. Forget all those frustrating straps and bungee cords that can come loose and slap your paint. Stop Check your out paint. one of Rick Rack's awesome quick attach strapless luggage rack systems. This father and son team designed something really special that you can't find anywhere else. Yep, these guys ride so they truly understand the needs of bikers. The Rick Rack Quick Attach system is strong, durable, and secure with a lockable system. Also, check out their full line of quality touring bags to accompany your quick detach system. Once you use a Rick Rack, 
you'll never go back. What are you waiting for, Bikeaholics? Head on over to Law Abiding Biker Store and check out our full line of Rick Rack systems and bags. Lawabidingbiker.com forward slash store. Rick Rack! Kind of hurt my ears a little bit. <laughs> Just, it's a little hot in the cans. <laughs> what? <laughs> All right. So I do want to mention, Oscar, for the audience, that this is definitely... Uh, the FE450, this is not an adventure bike. This is a dirt bike for the most part, yeah. right? I mean, you're not going to do long distance adventure riding. Very limited on this. This isn't a KLR650. No. It's a much, much more heavy into the dirt bike side. Dual of sport yeah. versus an adventure bike, right? It, it would be this is the, endu- du- the enduro, enduro category. Right. Okay. Enduro, like, uh, you know, we're crossing a public road. Or I'm riding up five miles on the right. forest service. And the, the Husky has a uh, composite subframe. So like there's some companies that make these kind of rack things for the back. But you, right. The the aftermarket supports almost motor, uh, almost all motor, um, that kind of accessory for it. Versus the KLR where there's racks and bags right. and top cases and all kinds of... You can go across the world on a KLR. You can. If you're, I, if you're tough, but this thing is not. Not really. You're not going to be putting all kinds of tons of gear on it. It's very much more for... Well, it you know, serves its purpose. Yes, dirt bike exactly. stuff. Yep. Yep. But yep. You can still ride long distance off road and yep. you know within your tank and your capacities. And um, All right. So I got a couple questions here for you. Number one. Let's say I was interested in the uh, 250, Husky mm-hmm. 250 version of this, right? Two-stroke. The two-stroke version. This is a four-stroke. Right. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I don't believe you can license a 250 for street, can you? I don't know. Actually, I have no idea. I didn't really... The 300s you can I license. don't see any two-strokes on the road at all. Which tells me the two. Uh, I know the three hundred you can license because the salesman's and it's a like two stroke. Uh huh. Okay. Yeah. He. I was like, because I asked him about the two stroke emissions, but apparently now I'm. I can't comment on the newest bikes, but the TBI bikes, the two strokes that, the modern two strokes, um, can meet emissions with the mix, with the computer mix. Apparently they're okay. And the three hundred has the computer mix. Uh. Well, the twenty twos. 23 okay. went back to right. pre-mix. So, so you're not sure? I'm not sure. I know, well, no, because he I've, told me they, I could license the 300. And it's pre-mix. Two-stroke no. pre-mix. No, the, I was looking at 22s. Okay, but what if I, so. I, so I don't know about the 23s. Okay. Yeah, I'm not sure about that one. I think you, you can. Know Lurch, you have any idea on this? Are you researching <laughs> no, that at all? I don't, I have no clue. I'll research. I, I don't, I don't get whatever, too deep in it. But, okay. But see, I don't even have a O2 sensor. So whatever, how are we licensing? It's legit. Those guys do the inspection and and they send the paperwork off to DOL. So I'll get a license plate on a, I don't have a um, O2 sensor or a, oh shit. What's the thing that everyone's stealing? Catalytic converter. Catalytic converter. Yeah, I don't have one of those either. So, I mean, other than that, I have to buy the DOT knobbies. So I don't, I didn't read the Washington To be legal, you're supposed to have DOT knobbies? Were you supposed to have DOT? Yeah. Yeah. You'd have to have a DOT rated tire. So like the, for who's going to check that? Well, the dealership, they do. They legitimately. Right. When you take it off the dealership floor, you got to have, I don't understand. I'm going to take it in and they're going to put the street legal kit on it. Oh. And then at that point I have to make a decision about 
if they're going to sign the paperwork, then I have to at least buy the knobby, this DOT tires. I see. Cause they're going to do the paperwork yeah. and yep. I'm tracking. Cause yep. I was like, who's monitoring this? But after that, you can do whatever the hell you want. Then really. I could, and I right. could anyway, that's what we do with our Harleys. I right. Mean, right. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Yeah. So they do the upfront. So whatever the state law says, I don't know why they couldn't license the two stroke. Yeah. Okay. What I'm, what I'm seeing with some light research is just, uh, depends on your state and what the requirement yeah. requirements are to make them street legal. The, it doesn't seem that the motor has just, much to do with it. It's, it's just funny. Cause I never tires, stopped two stroke no, tires, ever. turn signals. Lights, wow. You understand that they're only two strokes have only been really big in the last three or four years. And guys are buying them now mostly for hardcore single track. They are not like what we used to ride. We are okay. at 15,000 really? RPMs full throttle. They're uh, awesome. Nah, 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 just, no. They're not? Oh, dude, the, the, I got to look at this. The do power they, band comes on like at 8,000 RPMs. Do they sound a, different? A little bit. You, they still sound, you know, you're listening to a two-stroke, okay, but okay. it's not like that That ping-ping we used to. Really? It's not like that. Well, I got to look up some videos. Okay. They're, it is awesome. They just, the, the deciding factor was, I asked the salesman, if I want to go take my daughter up into the LT Murray and putt through the LT Murray. Yep. He said, the two strokes not going to really be great. No, no, they're just, just putting, just putting. Yeah. Okay. He said they surge, the motor surges. It wants okay. to be run where the four stroke, I can put around at 20 miles an hour. Or whatever. Okay. That was the deciding factor between the 450 and the 300. Otherwise I probably would have bought the 300. Really? It's everyone is just loving for everything, but might be the one I get, huh? We're not going to ride much street. So they do, they tractor. Like you can just second, third gear and just clutch through stuff, which with is not the four stroke, two stroke with a two with stroke, two stroke, dude, the two stroke. That's technology. so weird. Yep. Cause I grew up with two, you know, yeah, uh -huh. you know what I'm I had one. Too. I have no yeah. reference yeah. other than that. I know. I, I haven't been too. around them. Yeah. I had one. I had a no YG shit, They completely changed them. Totally huh? different bike. Yeah. I wonder what they did to do that. I don't know. I just was looking at the specs on the, where the power, where the TE 300 makes power. And it was the same as my KLX. 8,600 RPMs was where you really hit the power band. Like that's my KLX. The power band was at 8,000 to about 9,100. That's the same. And I'm like, that's awesome. Cause that's a hmm. awesome power band. So the 450 power band is a little less manageable. Like when it comes on it, it goes like the power band hits pretty hard. Okay. So that 300 is a good bike. I just, with my daughter, that was it. Right. So. What do you think about the 250 for me since I'm smaller? I, I looked at the 250 versus the 300 and honestly, the, they're not far apart. I think the 250 would be totally fine. Okay. And you just, it's not like these bikes. They right. just move around. Right, you just right. flick them around and they track like better. Dirt, like a BMX, yeah. Oh, it's awesome. Dude, it's so much so fun. So with the, uh, my next question is uh, two strokes, uh, are we still having to rebuild those all the time a lot more? Cause that's one of the deciding yes. factors between four stroke and two stroke, right? Yeah. Still so the case. I asked redoing rings and stuff. I asked the salesman about it and he said, hmm. functionally, if you're not racing, he said the rebuild, the racing rebuild schedule is about 50 hours, which for you and I would be probably every other year. Mm -hmm. He goes, but functionally for like me, he goes, you probably do a rebuild every hundred hours. Okay. Just because we're not racing them. Yeah. Right. Yep. We're so that right is a, through the mountains. Yep. And that is a consideration. So I looked up the, you know, there's the kits themselves are like 400 bucks. And then, I mean, is the labor really that hard? Probably not. Right. But no, it'd be fun actually. Kind of fun to a dive good into project. that. Yeah. And I'd considered that and I'm like, ah, I don't have a garage where I can leave a bike apart for a week. You, you know got what? one here. 
Well, I know. You can leave it all the time. I know. Yeah, mine's yeah. sitting out there. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Look, that's what this garage is for. There's a lot of biker I know. shop. That was a consider. I, I really considered it. But then I was like, okay, I'm going to have to rebuild it a little more off. Well, I should never rebuild a 450, but it just came back to like, I'm going to be able to put the 450 around. Yeah. When my daughter and I ride together. And so- Totally understand. I, I really obsessed over the 300. priced. <laughs> why? Just for the extra power, the um, extra horsies? On the 450? Yeah. No, I no, wanted I mean, the 300. I know, but be, be, I know, but why? I know why you got the 350 to putt around with your daughter, the four stroke, but why did you want the two stroke over the four stroke? Why was that? Um, because, you know, like, if you weren't putting around. The, the power band yep. is okay. better. Yep. It's more controllable. Every, uh, you start looking at the two strokes and then people love them on the single tracks because it, the, the power band is... They have up 40 horse. So 240 pounds of 40 horse is a good weight ratio. But the power band is different. They're more like tractors than they are mm-hmm. race bikes. And so guys love them in the woods because they can just clutch feather through stuff. Yeah. Versus my bike is, I can feel the low end versus the, the mid and top end. It's got solid mid and top end. So they, they made up for it with some gearing. But like in first gear, when I hit the throttle hard, <laughs> it just takes off. It just spins or takes off. So the two strokes really are making a huge dent. And if you, I, you know, you're on YouTube watching guys, the two strokes are showing up in a ton of enduro races and stuff like that, because the motor's a little easier, I think, to manage. Right. Versus the big bikes. Okay. So that, I really wanted that 300, but, and it was a thousand bucks cheaper. The 22s were a thousand bucks cheaper. So I'm that 250 is starting to, Tickle my fancy. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. You know what that means. Oh, my uh, fancy. Not going to tell you where my fancy is. It's also known as a taint. <laughs> <laughs> well, dirty. Speaking of taints, make sure you treat your taint and your ass with some respect already, Bikeolics. Get hooked up with a premium butt buffer seat cushion. This company of bikers developed a super thin hospital grade seat cushion made of solid and elastic materials, and it's unlike gel pads that will leak if punctured. Hey, excuse me. The butt buffer is designed not to slide around in your seat. Fits all motorcycles and stalls in seconds. Easily cleans and, yep, helps to dampen those gall during vibrations. With plenty of models to choose from, they assure you'll have a comfortable ass when riding. Head over to lawbindingbiker.com for slash store. Check out our full line of butt buffer seat cushions. And honestly, Oscar, I got a butt buffer on my KLR. I uh, If I end up getting that 250, uh, I may just... Put a butt buffer on that, bro. Just buff it. I mean, why not? For your butt. Those seats are shite. They're terrible. They're just shite, dude. And they cause chafing. <clears throat> I can see they cause chafing <laughs> and definitely irritate the taint. <laughs> they, um, I've got some irritation right I now. I will. Thinking put, about it. I'll take that same one I have on my KLR. I'll get another one and put it right on there, dude. Yeah. Um, why not? Why not? All right. Americans, damn it. So uh, the other question I had, which is kind of licensing, uh, so you're getting this kit as far as we know, uh, because you can license it, we can, that's one of the things why we didn't go full, just dirt bike, dirt bike that yep. you can't even license. Cause right. you can't ride them on forest service roads. You basically have to go to tracks, tracks or yeah, like BLM, BLM or right. organized area. Yeah. You're stuck in certain areas. Right. You're kind of limited where once we slap that plate on it and that's the other reason, yeah, Good we're not go. planning on riding on the road a lot, but we ride a lot of forest service, forest service. roads and yep. so it, that we aren't limited. Right. which I like. And we can ride from here out to the LT Murray. 
I mean, right. what is that? Five miles? Oh yeah. Of, I mean, of a sheep fine. company. Yeah, yep. totally. Yeah, totally. That's what I mean for where we're riding. Yeah. Uh, those kind of day ride stuff would be fun. Dude. Yeah. Be it, fun. You're having a ball on it, huh? Um, I wrote it just. I wrote the slab on it. I saw was that where you were yeah. mud and it looked like it was parked oh, on the slab. Man, dude, it was so fun. And you know the KLX, the front would wash. And granted, I didn't have knobbies, and it was kind of basic suspension. But this bike just tracks. And if you need to go right, you just go right. My the KLX. In I'm not great. Like I'm an average rider, but the weight. Yeah, there was some setup for mm -hmm. stuff. You couldn't just go wherever. This thing just goes. That's so cool. Yeah, it is. Has it put you on your ass yet? Wheelie back? <sighs> I saved a hill climb. <laughs> and I, I fell back and I got, the, the thing that scares me is whiskey throttle. You know, I call it whiskey throttle. Totally, dude. And it's, it's Oh, I whiskey throttled when I was a boy. Yeah. Multiple lot, times yep. and just landed on my ass. Full send. Bike's over there. Yep. You're over here. Yep. And I did the hill climb and I'm like, wow, this is, oh shit. I didn't even, I wasn't even mid throttle and I fell back. Grab the full thing and the front end came up and it's, I'm like, this stupid thing's going to wheelie up the hill. And then, so I started to come forward and I touched off a little hump hit in a full wheelie. And I'm like, Oh, I'm starting to fall back. And I'm like, yeah. well, let go. And then it came back down. It was brutal. Oh my it God. has too much power. Scare the gonna, shit out of you. Yes. It's going to take me a long time to get used to. Yeah. Were you with anybody? No, that's no, of course smart. Not. Yeah. Yeah. Good, good decision. This I don't was care. out the slab. Yeah. God, there's no one else out there. I don't care. I'm, Same reason I, I got a KLR to save your life. <laughs> Same reason. Seriously. That's what I told him when I got one. I said, that's it's true. only to keep you alive, you that's jackass <laughs> out in the middle of nowhere by yourself. Whiskey throttle on a oh, 450. Man. This it's, is, it was at great. your age, dude. I know it was great though. Yeah. I'd rather go out that way than to fall down out here. And true. Yeah. True. Uh, out here, you got the chances of somebody getting to you up yeah, there true. with no G back then with no GPS calling device or satellite calling device and, that whatnot, you can yep. crash up there and oh, by yourself and slowly die. Maybe get eaten by bears or cougars or mm -hmm. something. You know, yeah, that's cool. But I'll fall down <laughs> out here and be an invalid, right? You guys ought to wipe my ass that's all the time, cool. and that'll be your story. <laughs> yeah. I just fucking fell on the concrete, yeah, slipped on ice. Just at the least, dumbest thing you can think of. At least while you're ice. sitting there, you can tell people a cool story. <laughs> he basically wants. <laughs> How'd cool you end up that? Well, here's the deal. It was a dark and cloudy day i was on my 450 it was the steepest hill known to man it was the biggest hill ever i was and gonna it, take it it was huge it was it, absolutely huge see it's already a badass story it and it's not even real story. so there we go yeah it does it has a a lot of power that i'm i'll get used to it but it just it has a lot of power and i rode like the i rode the gas gas 450 track bike and i rode an fc which is husky's track bike an fc 450 and i rode a ktm's 250 track bike an sx and they it was even those things are terrible like you can just clutch start in third gear from a dead stop and still wheelie out i mean it's yeah. stupid those things have so much power. where did you do that at i got buddies that have them we, oh, okay uh, the slab um <laughs> another buddy that, there was a place we could ride down on branch road it's closed now but i met him down there and he's like here try this it's a track bike it was a t yeah this TC? sx 250 oh. Okay. Uh, was 200 pounds. Just and straight I think up it had dirt 50, bike. Just, yeah, it's a track bike. It was yeah. two, like 220 pounds. and had like 53 horse. That's insane. Wow. That is insane. That'll put you on your ass. It did. It, it did, did you go on your ass on it? No, but it, I mean, it took off a couple of times. Like I got whiskey throttle, just, just a little twitch and it would take off. And I'm like, I, I can't ride it. Yep. And then Back I got in the glory days. Yeah. Now I need something that can 
yeah. a little bit helped me keep myself out yes. of trouble. Exactly. That's why we got the KLRs. And they don't, you know? they are the opposite of whiskey throttle. Right. <laughs> you fall yeah. backwards and nothing <laughs> yeah. really happens and it's fine. You can just floor it. I yeah. love it, dude. Yeah. I do too. I, love, I, I do, do like that. But yeah. the, the, the two strokes have a closer, you know, those KLRs in the low gear, like just moving around, they tractor. Mm-hmm. Yep. And that's what those two strokes are supposed to do. Wow. So- Oh, is that the TC? Oh, yeah, that's their the track TC bike. 250. I've yeah. got on my screen here. Yeah, I rode a uh, FC 450, the four stroke. So Husky's models are pretty easy to follow. Yeah, F for four stroke, T for two stroke, and then yeah. C for competition. X is the enduro race bike. E is the enduro, which I bought, and ES is the enduro street. So hmm. fully street legal. But KTM's, I don't understand all their stuff designators. Yeah, they have a whole anyway. Lurch, do you got any questions that you want to follow up on? I mean, we could forever, yeah, going forever. No, I think uh, this has been a pretty good episode. Looking at my clock, yeah. Yeah. Let me do this, and we have some follow up, and then we'll take it out of here. So, of course, we love our patron members. We want you to become a patron member. We want to get to know you better. We want to give you all the benefits that you deserve for supporting us. But hey, for whatever reason, if you only want to leave a flat donation, we never buck at a flat donation. We want to thank Peter. Hondo, Hando, uh, John uh, Simolero, sir, I believe. Of uh, sorry, I messed the music up. Newman, Georgia, substantial donation. Thank you so much, John. It's so much appreciated. And Douglas Emerson, that's right. Lawbidingbiker.com forward slash donate is how you do that. Helps put a little fuel on the lawbiding biker gas tank. Keep this thing running on down the road. There you go, guys. Thanks for those flat donations. It is always much appreciated. Oh yeah. All right. So, uh, yeah. Um, Oscar, you're waiting to get this kit. When's your kit going to be in for the street? No, I don't know. You I don't know. know. I don't care on full. Yeah. I'm just going to, so ride right now dirt. you're just, uh, yeah, pretty much just off-road. riding it mm-hmm. off road, mostly to the, uh, slab and stuff like that. So is it pretty muddy down there still? Yes. It was awesome. Just slick. Huh? Was there much people down there in January? Like usual. Dude, it was beautiful. Sunny yeah. and 43 degrees. Yeah, you picked a good be- day. Oh, it was beautiful. They have the, the you know, it actually wasn't bad. There's a spot in the back and it's like this clay, it's like riding in jelly. <laughs> I mean, it was terrible. I couldn't steer it. Sounds so like I fun. Left. It was not great. Uh, but the front half, there were spots where it was dry, tacky, that kind of, mm-hmm. you know, wet dirt where you get perfect traction yeah, right. and the sand was wet and it's not all dusty in your face. That, yeah. Is, yeah, that sucks a lot. Yeah. Um, Lurch, we'll have to go down there as soon as we get some, uh, I just want a couple weeks of drier weather. Yeah. And then we'll get warmed up on the KLRs down there. We'll head down there on some a work day or something. Well, if I got a couple boss. hours. Hmm? If yeah, I got I know. to boss. That's an order. I know it's going <laughs> to be really hard. Ricky wants yeah. to come up with the KLRs. I says, why don't we just take all four of them out there and have like a clinic day where we do some downhill and we yeah. do some hill climbs. Yeah, I can benefit from that. It's It'll a great place. To, yeah, you have. we haven't taken Lurch down there yet. No, no your idea of treating me is, hey, we're going to take you on this little easy road. <laughs> and <laughs> then I, I watched the uh, Washington BDR and they're like, this is very technical right through here and they've, we've got an easier route to go around. And I'm like, those jackasses took me through that section on my first time. I had, I had three That's miles on my bike do. and we went through what uh, Tour Tech and the guys that created the BDR consider technical. 
<laughs> and you're telling me it's just an easy gravel road. And I'm, and I'm thinking, wait a minute, it's been years since I've been over that road into Ellensburg, but I remember it being a little rough. <laughs> they took a different route around it, huh? Well, they they offer that's what they the, the BDRs that any of the, the stuff that yeah, anything that's difficult, they try to look for alternative routes for yeah. riders that are less experienced. They give you options. They give you the the okay a, a route, but they'll a lot of times if there are technical sections, they look to see if there's an easier way to get around it if you have to. Gotcha. Yeah, Ellensburg Pass. Yeah, Ellensburg Pass. Birth yeah. by fire, Maddie. Mm-hmm. Oh, there, I was. Walking and he's a better rider because of it. He's <laughs> a better rider because yeah. of I it. I was he basically is. walking it at some points. <laughs> There's no easy entry with law abiding biker media. Nope. Yeah. We oh, go right to it. Get in. You're yeah. a better rider because of it. By the oh, end of sure. season. Yeah. Oh yeah. yeah. Oh yeah. But I get it. First three trips, I had it down four times. <laughs> 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 and the first time was that trip. I'm like, I don't know, guys. I don't have my. My engine, yeah. my crash guard's in yet. Oh, it's fine. It's just a gravel road. Sure shit. I put it down, scratch, and put a nice little crack in it. But hey. Yeah. It looks like an adventure bike That's now. Right. Amen. Amen. Gotta Amen. get that first one out of the way. That's right. <laughs> awesome, guys. It's been a great episode. Just a, We could just keep talking. There's so yeah. much. We didn't even get yeah. into the a lot of the middleweights. No, did we, we, we didn't. But there's maybe a ton of that. We'll do a, we should do another episode, Lurch. And just stick to that. Should we do that? Yeah, yeah. we should. Okay. You know what I mean? Do, do a separate episode um, on just not dirt bikes, but just those that, the adventure middleweight bike. adventure bikes. Yeah, yeah, the battle over midweight adventure oh. bikes. Let's do that. I'm putting that it right now. Brighten it up. Nice. Uh, what shall we do here? What shall we do for a call to action? We haven't done this for a while. Windshields, guys. Don't forget, right in the law-abiding biker store, get the right motorcycle windshield for your particular needs for your street bikes, guys. We've got you covered in the Law Abiding Biker Store with a variety of options from F4 Customs. And, of course, we have Clockworks. They're all in there. And, of course, we really appreciate. We're the same prices as anybody else, but you know you're supporting a bunch of bikers trying to help bikers. And you know the faces behind the name here. We carry clear tinted models in every height imaginable. Whether you want pure function, just looks, or something in between, you'll be sure to find the right windshield. And, of course, Big Daddy Kane, Goat, us, we're all over there to help you in the store. That's right, Law Abiding Biker Store. Find the perfect windshield and let BDK and Goat get it boxed up and out the door to you guys. That's right, uh, with a little extra wet lurch in the package. A free good time. A free good time just pops out of that box every time you open it. It's like a, a unicorn farted and sparkles come out, and there's your free good time. <laughs> nice. <laughs> just well said by the way. I'm working on a sticker idea. Yeah. Oh. Free, one free good time. So oh, I just yeah. got to kind of figure out. We talked about this, yeah, didn't we? I, I'm, I'm working on it. Yeah. Come up with something. I like it. I like it. Don't forget the podcast hotline phone number. If you don't want to go to lawabidingbiker.com forward slash contact, if you just want to go old school and leave a voicemail on your phone, like an actual voice message, 509-731-3548. Again, Lab Podcast Hotline, 509-731-3548. Or if you're actually using the Law Abiding Biker app, you can listen right there and there's a button where you can just hit the button and you'll make a phone call. Uh, We would love to see more uh, voicemails coming in here in 2023. All right, guys. Hopefully, I didn't clear my voice too much. I tried to do it off the microphone, but... uh, It's that time of year. Yep, I'm on a two-week head cold still, and it hasn't completely gone away. So, yeah. Thanks, Oscar, for chatting about dirt bikes with us. Thanks for having me. It's much appreciated.
Don't forget, if you're a patron member, this episode, like all episodes, it's just a recorded one, but we are going to upload it within the next couple days right into the back end of your patron account. So you're getting podcasts months, months before you can listen right in the Patreon app in the back end. So uh, don't forget about all those benefits. We're out. 